welcome. Nothing gets you going quite like, uh, I mean, I didn't, th- I didn't think it would, but I think it's you going quite like listening to Paramore while kickboxing at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Aaliyah heard that song in our kickboxing class and freaked out. Welcome, welcome to a brand new speaking episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm Aaliyah Rahim. Prime time, Sunday time slot. You know, we're closing out the weekend. Mm-hmm. We're on tonight. Veep is on tonight. It's a, a lot big, of a lot of entertainment that's being given to you on the spots at Sunday. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so let's get into it. Paramore. Get us crunk. Get yeah. us turned up. Always, always. Can you hear me in your headphones? Yes. Alright, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> What's going on? You know, not much. We did kickboxing this morning. We watched Vanderpump Rules all day. About four episodes. Yeah. Because our Bravo app finally started finally to work. Finally started working. So we caught up on Vanderpump. Four episodes. Nothing it's, to report. It's it, it's felt like 10, though. Yeah, it felt like 10. You would think after watching four hours of Vanderpump Rules that this podcast episode would be about that, but it's not it's because not, nothing happened. Nothing happened. They They're still drink. Like, from morning to night. I mean, that was like the thing that we like. Okay, but the most, yeah, one like- thing that is alarming about the cast of Vanderpump Rules is like, they okay, Kristen and her boyfriend, for example, went out to dinner for their anniversary, and ordered her boyfriend ordered her a martini, a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. He ordered a Hendrix up, and a bottle of red wine, all in one drink order. Oh my god. Like, that like we literally had to pause and count them out of drinks on the table. That's insane. Just sick. That's the most interesting thing about Vanderpump Rules yeah, is watching their alcohol, alcohol consumption. Intake. Yeah, because it's insane. It's insane. No but, one drinks as much as they do. Yeah. No one, and like, it's like their age goes up, and so does the amount of alcohol they drink. Yeah, and they think that if they need to like. If they think that they've been drinking too much, the problem isn't like, okay, I don't need to drink every moment of my life. They just have to stop drinking yeah, until they fall it's all off. Or like nothing. they yeah, it's all or nothing. They're either sober or they're wasted beyond belief. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Anyway. They're either sober or Spencer Tracy is dying. <laughs> Who's Spencer Tracy? I think he's some like old and like day actor that like died of alcohol poisoning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good reference. Google it. Yeah, Google it. Uh, we saw some a very interesting development on our way walking to uh, uh, kickboxing this morning. Oh yeah. Okay. So we live in the hood. Straight up. Of Bedstuy. Mm-hmm. Not the cutest part. Not the worst part, but no. not the cutest part. It's a little rougher. It's got character. It's got character. It's, it's definitely a little rougher on the edges, though. For I sure. like the bones. Yeah, the bones are good. Um, anyways, we were walking to the train and right by the train, um, there's a coffee shop. It's like the bougiest coffee shop. Like, yeah, it's like the nicest thing in our 10 mile radius. Yeah. No, like, like actually legitimately mm-hmm. it's like all the white people flock there. It's like yeah. their Mecca. It's like the only place they feel safe. When you walk by that coffee shop, there's nothing but white people in there and black people on the street. Yeah. Like they have like, uh, their own like entrance downstairs. <laughs> like, I don't know how it happens. It's like the opposite of the underground railroad. Right. It's like really the only for place. white people to get to the coffee shop in the hood. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it's their safe space. It's their safe, it's <laughs> their safe space. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's right by the train. It's been there for like three years. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty new. Um, we walked by the tr- walked by today across the street in between a ghetto phone repair uh, shop and a 
pawn shop. We'll sell sell gold for cash. We'll sell gold for cash. And a mural of what we think is a fallen hero neighborhood rapper. hero yeah there's like a mural of like some guy and just i actually some, saw when it was like being painted just like some a, random. yeah so there's like a random girl of like maybe a dead rapper and uh cash for gold plays and a and then the bodega type. is like 10 is like five feet away as oh well. yeah i don't it's like, like i, don't oh, like I never bodega. go in there it's i don't dirty. like it yeah yeah it's not the greatest bodega it's yeah. not my local if i'm like really craving like a soda water i'll like pop in there real fast like with my no. money already in my hand like, <laughs> yeah. leave on the counter and run out but like no i don't really like any of the bodegas in our neighborhood to be honest oh well i stand for the one i um, know you do that one is gross it smells disgusting it does have a weird smell um but it's it's definitely the nicest one in the area i like the one also by um the opposite direction when you're like going to the sea like on rockaway ave like rockaway and sumter like that literal corner Oh, like right in front of the, tr- like right behind Daily Press? No, no, no. On the corner of Rockaway and Sumter. Uh-huh. Do you know that corner? I That's guess not. Our- <laughs> That's oh, our street. the little span where the, sp- yes. yeah. The de- oh, I. I like that one because the people are really nice. The people are really nice in there. The yeah. bodega itself doesn't do anything no, for me, but every time, it's cl- it's really clean, and yes, the people are very nice. Yeah. But they close at like 8 oh, o'clock. Oh, I wouldn't say it's that clean, but they do close early, yeah. I think it's relatively clean. Yeah. But that, that's the reason I don't like it is because when I get home, like, it's yeah, closed. It's It'll closed. be like 10 o'clock. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Back to what we discovered. Across the street from the bougie... Uh, coffee, shop. coffee shop. They are opening, drumroll please, a restaurant called Beats Cafe. <laughs> and like the paneling is like wood. Like, you know, it's about to be like the gr- finest china. Gr- yeah, green juices up in there, quinoa bowls, maybe some poke bowls. Chia seeds. Chia Do you seeds. have any chia seeds? Of course, beets, obviously. Do you have any celery juice? I'm all about oh, that anti inflammation. So, I mean, there goes the neighborhood. Like, I'm not saying that, like, we live in Williamsburg. I mean, but all I'm no, saying No, we definitely is... do not. It's getting gingerfied. It's happening, people. So we are It's in the... not getting gingerfied. They're making some improvements. Yes, hopefully it will not push out the, the neighborhood. No. Right. Beats Cafe. <laughs> yeah, but we'll this be there. not spawn. This, we'll be there opening day. Yeah, we is what we're be. saying. Um, okay, so Meghan Markle, baby bump watch. So when like is this girl going to have this okay. baby? I know. Jesus she Christ, she's been, been pregnant for like forever. years. I know. Like, Jesus Christ, pop it out already. Constantly just cradling her stomach. They must have announced really early. Yeah. She has, like, and that's the thing about, like, celebrity pregnancies is that sometimes they do go by fast because they don't announce to, like, their five months. Yeah. But, like, I feel like she's been pregnant forever. Yeah. But apparently... There is a wing of like a very prestigious hospital in London, the like the lead low wing or whatever, where Princess Diana gave birth mm-hmm. and uh, Duchess uh, Kate gave birth. Um, obviously, really swanky, posh, mm-hmm. you know, hospital suite. And then they come out after the birth, and then they're they take forced the to come out hours right after, after giving birth. It's yeah, so they are. Crazy. Uh, and then take a picture um, in front of everyone so we can then judge their post-baby body four hours after yes. giving human life. Yes. Um, so Megan's not doing any of that. <sighs> Megan has even... instead opted. And this is like kind of a big deal. It's like a big like yeah. royal tradition. Like this is where they give birth. This is like what they do. So instead of giving 
birth and like you know the hospital wing as everyone has done before her megan is opting instead to uh give birth near uh like a private kind of maternity suite near her country home like outside of london so kind of like not like a home birth but like kind of like not a hospital yeah more like personal more intimate yeah very very la um and like this just like goes on to kind of what we were talking about last week about like what is Megan's she insists, prerogative with this? What is this? She insists on going against everything. She insists on going against everything. And the thing is, it's funny because like if this was a TV movie, like we would be rooting for the like the princess who comes in and like shakes things of up. Of course, of course. But it just seems like oh my god. And I'm not she, falling on my cross for the royal family. No, like no, don't no. get that. Like, but it just seems like it's like why? Like why? Can't yeah, just like have little this baby things that I feel like it's kind of like poking the yeah. bear unnecessarily. It's like, like there are some like major problems with the royal definitely. family. Like I mean, kind of like their existence as a whole is like yeah. pretty messed up. Yeah. But like if you chose to marry someone so directly related to the persona of, of tradition, of tradition and, and royalty and what this yeah. is and so that that's the question like so do you think like with like the with everyone quitting on the staff all those press secretaries and all those assistants quitting and like all the rumors of like a feud between her and kate like do you think like that gives any like legitimacy to any of those rumors now that like it kind of does seem like or is it like what are we painting a negative light to a yeah. woman who just has her own agenda yeah. and it's totally separate from everything um, else we're yeah. hearing i mean it's probably more that yeah the latter yeah um but a little part of me is like is she just being a brat different for the yeah. sake of like being different. being different because i don't look i yes i do understand like where you have your child is like a big decision and a lot of people put a lot of weight into that but right. it's like is there going to be a different kind of care that you, the a princess... Right. Okay, that's just technically, but whatever. No, you know, she's a princess. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting into that. Okay, whatever. That you, a princess, are going to get... Like, you're going to get whatever the care that you want anywhere you are. So, like, why does it have to... And it's not like it's, like, you, where you were born. Like, you just moved right. here. Like, you have no connection to right. anything. Right, right. And I guess that maybe makes the argument for like, okay, well then why would she have the baby at the traditional spot? But it just seems like, yeah. Like, I wonder if it's because like maybe because of Megan's background that this has nothing to do with the royal family at all. But if you think about Megan, like she essentially the only family she has is her mom. Yeah. She's so she's gone through life as essentially a lone wolf. Yeah. And like, even though the only person she has in her life is her mom. And they seem to have a good relationship, but mm-hmm. I mean, her mom lives in LA, and even before she was with Harry, Megan lived in Canada. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, they seem to have a close relationship, but they're not together twenty four seven. Yeah. So I guess I'm saying is like Megan kind of does live life alone. Yeah. And so she's alone. Well, <laughs> no one's ever loved. No her. one's ever loved her. No, but in seriousness, like. So because of that, all these things that she's doing on her mm-hmm. own and making these own decisions, it's kind of just how she's been living her yeah. life anyway. Yeah. I mean, because she's like 38 now, and it's yeah. like she's not going to change. She's not used to thinking about what everyone else before her did because she always just had to do whatever she had to do. Yeah. There was no tradition. Yeah, there she was doesn't no, care. Yeah. I mean, she clearly just, just did not care. She does not care. She doesn't even care about the optics. Yeah. 
which is kind of crazy crazy and it seemed it seemed like at first she was really willing to like yeah learn. i thought she was kind of like yeah. gonna get into it yeah. like okay but it seems like now as it's gone on especially yeah. now with the baby like she has opted more and more i mean to just people were even talking thing. about her bridal shower that she had in new york like right. how like that was really unprecedented she like i think the bridal shower cost over three hundred thousand dollars she flew to new york private she invited all these celebrities yeah and like a lot of people were saying like that's really like antithetical to like the royal image because they don't want to be perceived as uh, spending so much money well they don't want to be perceived as celebrities right yeah yeah yeah. so if megan's such a big deal like everyone coming and like Mm -hmm. gail gang was there yeah and it right bringing in presents like it was such a it it made me think like oh yeah like kate never really had yeah i'm sure she did it but it was just private right exactly like that's the thing like of course like have a baby shower no but i'm saying like the way she had it yeah and also i think it's speaks volumes that like she had it in new york yeah, too definitely. like i mean she was out you're not even fr- it'd be different if she had in la yeah like you're not even from, from new, york. new york so you just had it yeah where you wanted to have it and isn't it actually closer to go to la from no it's across the pond Aaliyah. new york so london across the pond there's water on both sides right but on the on the other side of la is not London. That's what I was asking. Right. Okay. You were asking a simple ge- geography yes. question. Yes. Anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. And like she was like seen going out to dinner and stuff. Like it really kind of seemed like she like missed this life mm-hmm. of freedom and yeah. Like, like when she was busting out that hotel room yeah. door, like and those cameras were on her. That girl. Oh, missed she loved it. it. That mi- she missed that. Yeah. And I mean, cause she. And I think that she might be shocked at how different being a royal and being a celebrity yeah. is. I think th- I think being a royal has a lot more, and not that 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 the responsibility is like serious by any means, but has a lot of duties. I guess is the it word. It does. Yeah, it does. Like it is. Like they and are a lot of things. That it, like besides the castle and the endless supply to diamonds, like I think it's not as much fun as it yeah, looks. Yeah. Like yeah, you are just constantly going to these. Like, boring ass events and the way they have to dress just so so frumpy frumpy. just like like a lot of people i think i was talking to you about that one time like a lot of people don't realize like all of diana's like iconic fashion moments and when she was when she got divorced from charles like when you're in the royal family you don't get to dress that cute which is why i'm constantly disappointed by what megan wears style because i kept expecting to have this like diana i was like oh that all happened when she wasn't a royal all those strapless i mean i'm not crying for them but like no definitely isn't like nah yeah and like it's just not what it is. Yeah. And I think especially probably like Harry and William don't know anything else. So for, I think for them, it's like, right. you know, it just is what it is. It's their life. But like, and like, I think, and, but like Megan had this whole other life before. Like she knows yeah. what it's like to just be on your own. And I think do whatever that people you want. are forgetting how important it is. The fact that she's American yeah. is to this dynamic. Like Kate's British. First off, Kate met William when she was 21. Yeah. And then they Younger dated for so long. Yeah. So she always wanted, knew this. And like yeah. growing up in England, this this yeah. is like great. Yeah. But being American, I bet you Megan like is in, infiltrated in it all now. And she's like, this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Like I'm not doing all this. Yeah. For what? Yeah. For a monarchy that doesn't even have any. But I don't think power. it's bringing any tension between her and Harry. No, no, he's he'll, he he likes like, to do whatever. Yeah, I'm or not, not think that's her, but like, 
She's his little princess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. All right, Megan. Good luck. Good luck. On to another crazy family. <sighs> They're so annoying. When in okay, so I feel like the Kardashian Jenner West clan is going through a weird transition right now. Yeah. Um, I think this is kind of like a, their dark days of the Kardashian oh Jenner. God, we talked about the Kardashians last week too. I mean, next week we got to take a break. Well, <laughs> I mean. I'm not keeping up with them next week. Well, okay. So, Kanye has his, like, is having this, like, weekly church service, which is, like, okay. Which is just his ploy of, like, getting back with the black community and tapping in on those. Wait, what does the black community have to do with this? Like, those church choirs. Like, it's. Aaliyah, everyone coming to that service is white. I know, but he's up there playing the kind of music that it's, like, from his prime of when people loved Kanye oh. and he could do no wrong mm-hmm. and he is absolutely just trying to tap back into that and like play the what people love and, and like just remind them and and get in good with try to get in good back in with the black community mm. Mm, that's absolutely true so keep moving I don't on. think that has anything to do with that it does, it because does. the only people coming to the church Have you, did you watch the trailer for the new season yeah I saw it on Chloe's Instagram story. Why is it just a vehicle f- for like, like, so like he was, t- Kanye was in the trailer so much. So much. His song was the what? Mm-hmm. Like I thought about that too. I remember when him and Kim first got together, and he, he wouldn't even, even be on, the, on show. the show, and now he is like he was like the featured f- prominently, prominently throughout the whole trailer. His song was featured mm-hmm. throughout the whole trailer, mm-hmm. like. So that's another thing where I think like they're use they were, like, he's also trying to use the show now to yeah. get in so with goodwill because he sees what a platform it is yeah like he sees how the Kardashians are able to spin the narrative yeah because of the show yeah the show is like their own magazine in that way mm-hmm. uh, well the show and Ellen yeah is the vehicle yeah. where they can spin their narrative so he obviously has had a lot of bad press so he's like okay well this is a platform. And it's yeah. a friendly platform, you yeah. know. Most of the time, if you're going to sit down to watch it, you're at least going to have some positive opinion yeah. of the Kardashians. Yeah. So it's a positive platform for him to go to. So, yeah, Kanye is going to be heavily in the new season of Keeping Up the Kardashians, which is, like, kind of crazy because yeah. when they first got together, he, like, wouldn't even be on it. Said his kids couldn't even be on right. it, which now is, like, a joke because, like, the now Kardashians are, like, it. trademarking their kids' names yeah. and getting ready for the next generation. Yeah. But yeah, so Kanye is having like this weekly like church service. It looks like so cultish. And it looks so, so weird. Cultish. It's so weird. Courtney goes, Ken goes, they all go. Uh, French, Mont- French Montana. Is there Chloe's a ex-boyfriend. pastor? Is there an actual service? Or does it just him up there with a choir going? I thought, yeah, I thought he was the pastor. But what? I, like, I don't know. But like, if I had to guess if there is a pastor, it's probably Justin Bieber's pastor. Oh. Like, yeah, I'm, se- like no, I'm yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah. No, like, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was there. Yeah. But yeah, and it's like in like their yard. It's, it's so, so weird. Culty. Like neighbors are complaining about the noise. Oh, it's yeah. so weird. But like what I was talking to you earlier and I kind of want to talk about here is like, what is happening? Do you think with like the circle of the Kardashians is getting smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So like, where is that like a reaction to? Is that like, I think Chloe for sure is like in serious isolation mode. Well, it's definitely how cults uh, work. 
Yeah. You know, they don't want the outside world, which is just all they're doing is criticizing them. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear it. And because they have all this money and, you know, all the land that they want Mm -hmm. and all the resources, like, yeah, they're just, like, turning inward. Yeah. Like, the Kardashians are definitely, like... There was a moment where, like, Hollywood seemed to kind of be accepting them. They were hanging out with Jennifer Lawrence. Right. They were on red carpets. I mean, I'm sure, like, Kim will still go to the Met Gala. But there was, like, a kind of a you know, window. Kendall and the whole model yeah, thing was a bit, like, yeah. added a lot. Of, Kendall modeling added a lot of legitimacy to them. Mm-hmm. Kim being with Kanye added. So there, there was a window of celebrity world that opened for them and kind of yeah. did welcome them. And I feel like now it's shutting more i think that celebrity window that was open to them is being shot on them Mm. and they're also closing in ranks Mm. i think that the kardashians longevity there was a moment where like bashing the kardashians was boring yeah yeah definitely yeah it was boring because it was like okay say what you want they're doing you know this whole social media way in a really interesting yeah obviously very successful way but as time goes by, and I might even want to say with the exception of Kendall and Kylie, who actually do seemingly have some kind of talent. Kylie has talent? I mean, she has a successful business. Say what you want yeah. about it. I mean, no, having a lipstick company isn't reinventing the wheel, but it's still a company. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. And no, she didn't isn't self-made, but none of those other girls have made themselves $900 million in three years so i would say yeah okay yeah she has some bit of a talent but i think that i don't know why but when i see beyonce doing things that actually matter like winning the entertainment of the year award at the naacp and Mm -hmm. i see the contribution that her and jay-z make in terms of real pop culture contribution i always am like compare that legacy to Kim and the Kardashians mm-hmm. because for that brief moment Kim tried to put herself in the same lane as Beyonce. Yeah, she did. And Beyonce was like, Arr! Yeah. And but because of that momentary she tried to put herself in the same yeah. lane, I think of how like the longer the Kardashians stay relevant, mm-hmm. the more they prove that they don't add anything to the conversation. Like they don't yeah. do if anything, anything. And if anything now And that is turning, making that window that was open to them close. Yeah. And if anything now like and that doesn't mean just because that window is closing doesn't mean like like their influence is, is going down. No. It just means like they're like they exist in their own celebrity yes. world that's not it's that's very specific from just mainstream Hollywood. Very um and but I would say even now, like, not only are they not adding anything positive to the culture, but now it's starting to turn darker and negative now with, like, you know, them getting called out by that Jamila actress about um, promoting fit tea. What's it called? Like, flat tummy flat, tea. Flat tummy tea on their Instagram, mm-hmm. which, like, has been, like, proven to, like, give you diarrhea mm-hmm. and like I mean, that's all flat tummy tea does yeah and like all in the name of just like having a flat stomach and mm-hmm. like just promoting this like um they promoted uh appetite suppressant lollipop yeah appetite suppressant, like which is obviously geared towards children yeah like and this actress jamila um whatever her last name yeah. is has like been bashing them for it yeah 
And then like, and so then they responded recently today or yesterday and they were basically, I mean, Chloe gave some nonsensical. That made absolutely no sense. Yeah. It was like, okay, Chloe, I see what headspace you're in right <laughs> Yeah. Now. And Kim was just like, it's money and I don't have to do anything for it. So yeah. I post about it. And it was just like, they, they, their business strategy and clearly it's working for them, but like they take almost every job as if it's going to be their last. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean it's money? Like for your family, like Kim, you're like, you have, if you could stop working now mm-hmm. and your you and your kids would be fine mm-hmm. for like three generations. Right. So what are you talking about? Like, Oh, it's a job and you need it. Like, and then the Jamila's uh, response was, yeah, I mean, I get offered those things, too. And I yeah. say no. And I have a quarter of, like, your, your wealth. wealth. Yeah. So, like, don't, that's not good reason. Like, right. You just doing it for the money? Like, that's, ugh, even worse. And honestly, I really feel like the tide has turned, like, so much of their fame came from just, like, goodwill from their personalities. Yeah. And that goodwill, I mean, I think Chloe has taken the biggest hit. Yeah, it's unfortunate what's happening with Chloe and this whole Tristan thing because it is because I think it's really negatively it, affecting her image. Bad. Yeah, I mean, people have really turned on her. I it, unfortunately she didn't help herself with the things she was saying and tweeting. No, but and but it is unfortunate that he just like kind of like. Yeah, this man had really bamboozled her yeah. life. Like I do th- say though, I do think now though that the, the tide has even more so, and when it went against Chloe, it has really kind of flipped, and Jordan is kind of really oh for sure. From this but now. I kind of want to say because like real because like what I just said is like oh Tristan just like messed up her life. I think that Chloe's not blameless in this sh- shift in the wind that's happening with her. Yeah, I think not. that Jordan is absolutely the catalyst, but I think that this situation brought out a lot of the ugly parts of Chloe's personality. Yeah. Specifically her penchant for kind of degrading black women. Mm-hmm. She really showed her ass. Yeah. And like kind of for like the last time. I mean, yeah. and I don't mean all the Kardashians do it, but mm-hmm. I kind of do feel like Chloe and Kim seem to do it. They do. They're bullies. The most. Yeah. Chloe's a bully. Yeah. Chloe's a bully. Yeah. And. And I think. I think when the show premieres. Because I think this is the first time. Usually. And I don't know if this is like on purpose. Or if they like rushed production. But like. I feel like usually when something big happens. The show follows six months later. Mm-hmm. And it's like. People are over it. And like. I mean, I'm, I watched the trailer and I thought, literally thought to myself, I already know everything that happens. There's nothing you can tell I me. thought it was a little, the timing was a little bit closer. I, yeah. I think the Jordan. It did things. just happen last month. Yeah. Yeah. And so we are going to get to see that develop. I mean, that was like the whole trailer. It was yeah. just like Chloe freaking out. Yeah. So I think they're going to edit it for sure and cut it in a way that's very sympathetic towards her. And I think that will. Oh, help. of course. And that will help the tide turn probably mm. again in her favor, right. which is why they keep this show around. Because right. if they existed on social media only, they could lose. People go after them and tear everything to mm-hmm. bit. She needs to get off Twitter. Who? I mean, she's not good at Twitter. No, she's not. She's really bad at it. She should get off Twitter. She should get Just off Twitter. Stick to Instagram. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens with this. 
yeah in the new season i mean everyone has kind of the kardashians at before and i don't count them out and i think that's really important no, you said. Like, yeah. their influence is definitely not wavering on social yeah. media like i understand that yeah. like you don't go from having 125 million followers to not being influential yeah. in some capacity but i do think that it's their their influence in maybe hollywood is waning yeah yeah like they can still sell their crap to like the masses yeah uh-huh but yeah. it's becoming like they might be coming to like the QVC portion of Instagram now. <laughs> yeah. Whereas opposed to like them like being at like Oscar after parties. I don't that's not going to happen forever. No, it's definitely not going to happen forever. Yeah. And I feel like that tie that point place in Hollywood could be closing. Yeah. We'll see. <sighs> Hopefully I'm over these hoes. Yeah. All right. But something that is fresh and revitalized and new on television, the second generation of Project Runway. Project Runway. Project Runway is back in its home on Bravo. So which, you watched the episode. I didn't so, okay, watch yeah. it. So Project Runway is back. Three episodes have aired on Broadway. Oh, I, three episodes already? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, premiered on Bravo, which is its original home when it was premiered with Heidi Klum as the host. Then it moved to Lifetime, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now it's back on Bravo. It was on Lifetime more than it was on Bravo. Yeah, though. it was. Um, Heidi Klum. Okay, this show, let's, let's just talk about this show. Yeah. Because this show has been on, this is its 17th season, although you thought that, that they're calling it season one. I thought when I was watching it on Bravo, and you know, like when yeah. you click it, it says like, oh, so that it said season one. Uh-huh. And like season one, well, episode on one, two, three. It's season 17. Mm, okay. This show has spawned two successful uh, spinoffs that still go on All Stars and um, Juniors. And Juniors. It, you know, Heidi Klum created it. She, it's incredibly successful. It's incredibly successful. It really, you know, revitalized her career you know she was kind of phasing out of she was getting older yeah phasing out of um modeling and like this whole i would argue that it made her even a bare yeah it made her household name and so when i saw that carly kloss was the new host and christian siriano was the new mentor replacing tim gunn we were confused as to why why heidi would get off of the gravy train well right and I, we were talking all this morning why she would leave and i was like confused because like when i was watching it i said to myself because carly claus and christian sierra are so much younger than tim and heidi i was yeah. like they didn't get booted out because heidi klum first of all still looks 30 she looks amazing yeah and second of all i don't think anyone cares that tim gunn is old yeah so no. i was like this isn't like some so old-fashioned ageism because carly claus is 20 years younger than heidi klum and yeah. christian sierra is 30, 30 years, years younger than tim gunn yeah but I felt like that was too boring of an explanation. Yeah, I was like, I was like, and now I thought it would be crazy that they would fire her, push her out. Right, because Heidi, Heidi Klum like was she the created production. the show. Yeah, like, like so that just like, didn't make sense. Yeah, and, and yeah, it would have been some crazy ages. And like Nina Garcia is still. Yeah, there. Nina's Nina's still on there. And then, I, but I, then I was like, okay, so why would she want to get off of it? Like, it seems like it's a pretty easy job. You just go up there and say a vita zay for a couple Avita's hours, a, bitch. you know. Right. But thank God for Wikipedia. Thank God. You know, did a little bit of research. Took about two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon offered her and Tim their a new reality show. So it all comes down to that money, money, money. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically the same thing they're doing on Project Runway. They're going to be doing on Amazon. On Amazon. And I was like, 
Oh. Amazon makes sense. paid you double, probably double. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. They probably paid her double what Bravo was gonna, or sorry, yeah. Lifetime, yeah, was gonna pay her. Um, and and then they, she said, "I'll be yeah." Say. She said, "I'll be the side to Project Runway." Yeah, and tuck the deuces, and now Which she's I'm gonna glad go. To hear that I'm gl- I like that version better than her getting I mean, pushed out. Oh yeah, definitely. So, like that would just be insane. That would be crazy. But, like dang, no loyalty. I know no loyalty mm-hmm. like, no 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 but that money but that check and but also i feel like and this is obviously me making this up in my head but i feel like something about shooting a show for a streaming service mm-hmm. seems like it could be easier like because you just film it all and it kind of all airs at once and then it's done yeah i don't mm-hmm. know like i feel like she's probably trying to work less maybe she's mm-hmm. trying to work yeah. smarter not harder maybe that's possibly. But yeah, but the new episode, I mean, honestly. Yeah, how's Carly doing? The, Carly's like, whatever. I never thought. She's like, not the most indie, She's not the most charismatic person. Yeah, I was about to say that Heidi wasn't that. But then I actually remember Heidi actually was Is, really funny. Yeah. When she would critique the fashion, mm-hmm. she would be really smart yeah. and actually like really honest and in yeah. a funny way. Like she kind of like had like this really down to earth persona yeah, about her. Yeah, she wasn't just a pretty face. Yeah, Carly kind of is just, just a, a pretty, pretty face. face. Yeah. She's pretty knowledgeable because she's like, but like for example, like one of the first challenges mm-hmm. they had to, all the uh, hosts, Carly, Nina Garcia, the new fashion guy, his name's like Ma- Michael Brandon. Brandon Maxwell. I don't know who that is. Uh, like a big designer. Yeah, I never heard of him in the club. Um, and then uh, what's the former editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue? Elaine Winwood. Thank you. So those are all the four judges, and they had to show the contestants, like, a picture uh, from their life that symbolized when they knew that fashion was, like, everything to them, and, like, this mm. is what their passion was, and this is what they're going to do. That's cute. So, like, um, Brandon Maxwell, his uh, one of his his photo, not one. Of, mm. His photo was a picture of his mom, because his grandma, I guess, used to own like a small department store, and uh-huh. they had like a little fashion show in the department store. And his okay. mom like walked down, uh-huh. and one of the, and he's like, my mom was like one of the most insecure people ever. Like this was a big deal to her. But when I saw her and saw how that suit made her feel, blah 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 yeah. blah, fashion. fashion. And then like Elaine, like another one. Oh, Elaine was when she like literally begged Essence to hire her mm-hmm. to work there, and then she finally got hired, and she like helped them shoot uh serena williams on the cover of essence magazine and like a bathing suit uh-huh. and she was like it was like such like a beautiful depiction of a black woman uh-huh. who got to be strong and sexy uh-huh. and that was when she knew this is what she wanted to do That's cool. Nina garcia same thing some photo carla claus's photo oh god this is a picture of me and my first runway show i was 13 years old i was so nervous <laughs> But this is when I knew that, yeah, oh so gosh. everyone is like super emotional, all these like really, and Carly's like, so this is me. Yeah. Like it was just I'm like, a model. Carly, as the only model on the panel, like, could you, you not? You have to be such a model. Yeah. And like, so yeah, her personality, but I love Christian Siriano. Yeah. He is great. I do think the casting is really great. It Chris, is. Like it's definitely young and up and coming and edgy. Like Christian Siriano, people love him. It's a good, great choice. Um, because he's obviously a part of the Project Renee family. So People it know ties it back to the original. Um, gotta have Nina Garcia, familiar face, mm-hmm. legend. I love Nina, yeah. Brandon Maxwell, you don't know him, but he's a big designer. Um, and Elaine Wainworth, who was the first black editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue. Mm-hmm. She left 
she literally was an she editor. loved to go host hot dog online yeah she literally was an editor-in-chief for like a year it was yeah. like the biggest it deal it was a huge deal and then she left after like a year to yeah. like gall- gallivant on instagram and like yeah. do her thing and like more power to her like whatever but yeah. i just like don't understand why she left that job yeah because it was such a cool thing she did a lot of great good things like she was had a big hand in like pushing teen vogue forward and like making them not as obsolete as they were kind of inching mm-hmm. towards like a lot push a lot of like progressive articles that they were writing like, they started writing a lot about politics it was like definitely in the thick of like the trump stuff mm-hmm. and they had a lot of like young female writers writing about politics so like it wasn't just about like vain frivolous subject matters mm-hmm. they put a lot of cool people on the cover like she was a big part of that mm-hmm. and then she just left it was mm-hmm. so a bit weird um anyway and then carly Kloss, who like is one of the you know top three supermodels of our generation yeah so casting great right so we'll see, we'll see. i mean the contestants are okay and people forget that contestants are actually a big part of what yeah. makes the show yeah definitely um the contestants are meh, just okay yeah there's no like, clear front runner. Mm-hmm. There's no big like personality that's like super lovable. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, are you excited about uh, the new Jennifer Lopez stripper movie? I have not heard of this thing. Yes, you have. Cardi B, Constance Wu. Cardi B? Cardi B. Oh, I feel like I saw it, but like, I don't like paying attention to movies when they're like so new, like it's just getting cast, and it's just like you're so far out from filming, like. Call me what when am I getting excited yeah, about? Yeah, like, call me when there's a trailer. Sure, sure, sure. So what's the premise of this movie? Okay, so the premise, it's a real-life story about these New York strippers from Scores Nightclub. And I do love Constance Wu. And I guess, yeah, Constance Wu is in it um, from Crazy Rich Asians. Cardi B has been cast in it mm-hmm. as a stripper. Cardi B, obviously, famously a former stripper. Famously. Um, Jennifer Lopez is in it. Jennifer uh, Lopez, you know, any excuse to take off her clothes. Yeah. Well, and show that an amazing body. Funny you should say that. Yeah. Because as uh, she's been getting ready for this movie, she's oh, talked God. mostly to Ellen about how she's abstained from sugar, which I don't believe is the first time she's abstained from yeah. sugar. But apparently all her, most of her diet is carbs. Remember when she said that? She's like, oh. Maybe I watched this clip of my own. She was on Ellen talking about her 10 days of no sugar. And she's oh, like, yeah. I like, mostly I eat is like carbs. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're just shoving pizza down your throat, Jay. Yeah. I was Shut like, up. what are you even saying about? Yeah. But um, so she like gave up like sugar for 10 days to get ready for like this movie. Um, and there was like a picture of her like on set, like in like this bikini. And her, she's like, she looks like a bodybuilder. Wow like it's kind of insane like yeah so that leads us to big dick energy <laughs> test of the week i mean what's the test what's the test is who in your, okay well should we pick some people and ask whether or not yeah well j-lo 50 years old playing a stripper Definitely. bd yes bd um oh i have a good one jordan woods i would say she's getting it yeah, it's. I think she's still got a long way to go. Yeah, but she's. I think she's getting it. I think people are. She's turning. She's looking what like. What is her career gonna look like? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. No idea. We're just going. I think she's getting a lot of goodwill. Oh, okay. A lot of goodwill. Just for fighting back. 
Kate Beckinsale. Um, BDE or no. making a fool? I don't think she's making a fool of no, herself. No, I don't think she's making a fool. I don't think she has BDE because honestly, I just like don't get the Pete Davidson thing, and I think he's just like I don't know. It just reeks of like such I don't know desperation. I he's know. such a joke. He's such a joke. I don't know. He's not like a joke joke. Yeah, he is. You do? He's yeah. on SNL. That has some clout and credibility to it. He was like 20th on the call sheet I before know. Ariana Grande. But he had a niche fan base. He did. I liked him before that. Yeah, I mean. I liked his whole riff about Satin Island. He makes really yeah. funny jokes about Satin Island. Yeah. It's boring to make fun of Queens, but it is not boring to make fun of Satin Island. No, it's not. I was at a record fair last week, and this guy was from Staten Island, and he was, like, like, he had some, like, cafe or restaurant where, like, they host, um, they host, uh, like, bands come and can, like, play, and he was, like, you know, if you guys are ever, like, if you have bands in town, like, it's, like, we're always looking Ugh. for it, and he's, like, I would and, rather and, and I go, I go, oh, cool, like, where is it? He goes, Staten Island, and, like, yeah, I know, like, everything you've heard about Staten Island is true, but, like, <laughs> yeah, true? yeah, and he's, like, but our one little corner is great, and, and then I, like, was watching him, like, give this pitch to like other people at the fair and he literally had to make excuses and apologize for Staten Island with every person. I was like, Oh dude, dude, this is like so sad. Like every person that he was trying to pitch to like yeah. get to come to his like bar or what yeah. was it? Yeah. It was like a bar restaurant. Oh my God. He was like, yeah, it's in Silent Island. But like, like I was like, Oh man. But like man. still come like check yeah. it out. Like give us a chance. Yeah. Kind of it thing. was pretty sad. Yeah, I was no like, dude, thanks. just own it, just rock it. Yeah, like lean into it. You probably, yeah, lean into it. Oh my god, that's crazy. Well, thanks for listening. Does anyone guys. else have BD? You, me, okay. Uh, let's wrap this up. Just a quick little, just a little thing to get stuff off our mind. Yeah, just to wet the palate. We'll be back uh, next, next Sunday. Week, next Sunday. Uh, thanks for listening. This is. We might be overthinking this. I'm your host, Dara Rahim. And I am your host, Aliyah Rahim. You guys have a good night. Bye. Bye.